Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hi, Christy. Hey, Will. How are you? I'm doing good. Are you excited for today's show? I am. You know, I, I'm really excited because I feel like our guest is is truly a powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a powerhouse. That we we talk about this in the show, but I'm still printing out her resume. <laughs> eleven pages, twelve. It's pages? like eleven or twelve pages long. It's insane. Who That's do we crazy. have today, Christy? It's Vanessa Marshall. I hear voices. Thank you for coming on the show. I don't know if you're aware of what we do, but we talk only mid-century history from 1200 yeah. to 1275. Exactly. Um, I happen to have a full library behind my toys. Oh, perfect. That's <laughs> all we talk about. We talk about the first six months of the Wars of the Roses and nothing else. Excellent. We do not. I'm so excited. We talk about voiceover and animation, which is the greatest job in the world. Yay. <laughs> um, now, I would like to start by saying, you know, to prepare for my episodes, I like to print out uh, my what, whatever our guests' uh, resumes are. Uh, I started last night. It's still printing yep. uh, <laughs> for years. Uh, no, it is 12 uh, pages long. Oh, stop. No, I'm not going to stop. It's 12 pages long. Look it's at that. He actually did it. Of course I did it. I'm, he I did it. Yeah, I did. I, Even though I, you guys know each other. Uh. We knew each other pretty pretty well, I would right. think. I, I remember I remember doing ADR in Guardians of the Galaxy, and you would go Arr, or something, and I just look and go, "You're really good at this." <laughs> well, because you I were was, so good at it. No, well, ADR. you. I was just being next to awesome people, and and Trevor. Um, <laughs> 
the the thing that I find so interesting, and this is one of the things that we we talk about in the voiceover world, but actually we don't talk about nearly enough in the voiceover world, is you work with some of these amazing people for so long, and then you don't realize how many projects you actually share in common because you weren't in the room together. Exactly. Yes. I think so. I've, yeah, I've been married to guys over and over again, and I've never worked with them in my life. Oh God, I've dated <laughs> I've dated Cree Summer longer than I've dated my wife in, yeah. in some form, animated form or another. Totally. But I mean, going back to the start of yours, we we've been on. I was looking at just shows that we would have done together without ever knowing it would have been like, you know, Ben Ten and Powerpuff Girls, Zeta Project, yes. Justice League, Batman: Brave and the Bold, Green Lantern. Uh, I mean, it's just like it's Guardians of the Galaxy, which we were obviously in the room for every time. Right. Be cool, Scooby Doo. It was just kind of one thing after another. And in the VO world, you don't re- you meet somebody and you're like, oh, you know, it was my favorite movie. He's like, oh, I was in that. Like, oh yeah, so was I. Like you don't you don't realize what it is. So I guess leading to our first question of, if you don't mind me throwing it out there, is there an actor that you have worked with so often at this point that it's just kind of like, uh, okay, we're we're essentially we're we're attached to the hip. It's like we've done every project you can imagine together. Maybe James Arnold Taylor. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, because I think um, I I in uh, Justice League I played uh, Coral Lipstick Lady Number One. That was my first job that I slayed. Sure, it was like, do you want to see that in? I don't know what I said. Um, but it, <laughs> <laughs> I already like um, the voice, though, for that. You sure. Picked. You know, she was helpful behind the counter. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, James was there for that. I think in Scooby-Doo, I played Daphne's um, nondescript European cousin. James of was course. there for that. He's been in Young Justice. He's been in the, all the Star Everything. Wars things. Yeah. And oh, for the course, record. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy as well. He was. He was yes. what? He was Cosmo and Yondu. Yondu, yes. But here's how crazy my memory is, and because I'm such a fan, uh, if memory serves, Coral Lipstick Lady was behind the counter when Wonder Woman walks in. Yes, that's true. Yes, and and, and she is trying to spray stuff and put lipstick on, and it's it's Wonder Woman going, why do you, why do you, ins-, by Susan Eisenberg, obviously, yes. who is, uh, is Wonder Woman, why, why do you insist on painting your face up like that? Yes, I know exactly the That's the one, yes. Yeah, and then I, I, I think it was paramedic number three, which is uh, also- in the, in the same episode or a se- Very se- much so. Yeah, wow. she, she was more, she was helpful too, but she was a little more- <laughs> Stable. So Vanessa, we've we've talked to a lot of different people and their approaches to their characters. But when you're in a session and they're saying, you know, Vanessa can handle it, um, do, do you just ultimately say, okay, let me try to do something different with my register, or how do you approach different characters? Well, if they're in the ensemble, let's put it this way: when I'm in therapy and I'm describing something <laughs> that my mom says, like, oh God. <laughs> I can't drink that coffee. It's not piping hot. Oh, God. And my therapist says, you know, you don't need to perform here. And I say, I'm not. I'm trying to explain to you, like, how do you grasp how much my mom loves piping hot coffee if I don't say it's not piping hot? Oh, God. That's a good point. So I've been storytelling and mimicking voices as like an on-the-scene reporter, like, and then this person said, oh, my God, or whatever, Right. And, you know, that's either like hack acting or I'm trying to explain to you what I experienced and I'm I'm recreating it for you. So I've I've been doing various people. So when a character comes up in a script, I'm like, that's a lot like Bobby. And Bobby talks down in here like she's got a lawnmower and a lower jaw. 
or, or whatever it is. And then I, I just like go to whoever these people Your inspiration. are. That's well, the so thing fascinating. Is, what I found is um, to go sort of from the outside in, uh, oh, I need to use gravel texture or I need to use a higher register, stuff like that. It, it doesn't ring as true. But I, these people that I've, I mentioned, I know exactly how they think. I know exactly how they'll react to a situation because I've been imitating them for years. So in a weird way, many of the characters that I've booked are most likely, I would assume, is due to the specificity of these specific human beings and their actual response were they to be in these scenarios. So have have they ever known that they were your inspiration for the character? They have not figured it out yet. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's an exclusive here on yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I shuffle the deck too. Sure. Hybrid. You know, like, hi- yeah. Yeah. Like I'll do sort of a Catherine Hepburn meets, you know, someone from grade school or you know, I've seen I've 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 I can personally say I've watched that sh- uh, that that shuffle. I've seen that <laughs> shuffle in the studio uh. and it's pretty wonderful to watch. Well, I mean, that's oh. something that I, a lot of the people that think Miley Flanagan and a, a lot of the other people that we've we've talked to have kind of said the same thing that the voices that they're doing are voices from life. That if yes. you want to if you want to become a voiceover actor or you want to take that step to be a voiceover actor, listening is the most important thing to do because you are yes. listening to all the people around you. And maybe the bank teller that you just met has a great funny voice and you're doing it on your way home from from the bank. And next thing you know, you're doing it in a session. My eye doctor. Okay. She, she, I'm not even kidding. She talks like this. Her little voice. And I want to say, like, do you have an agent? Because you could literally kill it. Um, I know that the whole I don't do things working for you, but oh, Vanessa, you've lost sight in your left eye. Like, <laughs> and I, well, what a way to get that kind of that kind of news, though. Oh you yeah, need glasses it, now. He's so sweet. Like, and I literally am like, are you for real? Uh, she really is. God bless. I don't uh, hope she. Knows oh no, of course okay. no. We've all we've all got that stuff now. So are you? I mean, I hate to, to put it this way. Are you on the lookout for different voices when you're meeting people? Or just when you hear them, do you just register like, oh, I've got to remember that voice? I can't get people's voices out of my head. <laughs> yeah, there's a there are a couple recently. You know, you, you when we commune on Zoom, it's just, whew, sometimes it's hard not to, like, there's this one lady and she's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are like a few that that really resonate, and I I try to get them out of my head. I'm Interesting. Really, yeah, I'm not really looking for them, but uh, but they find you. But they find well, you. Okay, when you guys go out to lunch, uh, radio's on in the background. Are you like, oh, okay, so she got that. That's great. I'm so happy. Um, my husband what? does. Brendan, like, he's like ex-military, and he can't phase anything out. He has to be yeah. aware of his surroundings at all times. It's, yeah, it's really hard yeah. for him. And uh, sit facing the door, correct? Yeah. Uh, probably. And not oh, yeah, he know does. That no, he's... he doesn't like his back to the door. And yeah. Yeah, the entry, exit. Yeah. 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 Whereas yeah. I just want to, a double taco. It's like, that's all. Like, it's like, <laughs> why is there only one on my plate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want the free food too. Me too. <laughs> We're a mess. So uh. you'll not only be registering the voice on the radio behind you, but you'll also know that you auditioned for the role and who booked it other than you. Oh, yeah. If you, if you didn't not... get it, which chances are you did. Well, and it's not even hater energy, like, oh my God, not like that at all, but just like, oh, that's so fascinating. And then I think in my head, okay, they asked for non-announcer, blah, blah, blah. And the cadence of the read is, but I'm going, okay, so the ad agency wanted a non-announcer read. 
the brand was like, but you're not selling it. I need jazz hands. And so the actor in the moment probably then, you know, fostered some sort of announcer read so that you can't even go by the specs that were for the audition. And then, oh, they went with a different gender. That's so fascinating because the brand does this over here and they're losing their stock. So they probably went with a female voice. Oh, it might be political. And I'm like, yeah, can I get a Diet Coke with- Yeah, uh, wow. <laughs> wow, you're that's, that's fascinating. That's a lot going on. You, yeah, that's a lot also, to unpack. It's yeah. important for our listeners to know that that's just how specific- um, and competitive our industry is. I mean, it, it, it mm-hmm. is like w- what's so great about voice acting is that there's so many opportunities that you could keep going out for versus the on camera, which tends to dry up, particularly for us women, like as we get older and stuff, it's just few and far between in terms of roles, but, but not the case, not the case with VO yeah. acting. We could do, we could be like, you know, what were we talking to EG Daly, who was talking about uh, the library of voices in her head from when she was a baby, you know, yeah. she said well, she that's, I mean, that's her sister. This yeah. whole, one of the whole ideas for this show started after a conversation with Corey Burton. Where, oh. where Corey literally said to me, I was with Matt Mercer and Corey Burton and it was after a party and Mercer's passing out on the couch. It was very funny. <laughs> and it was like two o'clock in the morning. And I said to Corey, I was like, I, just how do you come up with the voices? And with no inflection, he said, I have built a shelf in my mind. Yeah. And on that shelf, there are different jars and in the jars are different voices. And when I need one, I reach up and I grab it. And it's just you, there, the, to then hear the different variations of kind of the same thing, like you're saying, yes. where you just you the voices are in your head. They're just there for better or for worse. They're there. And you're you do your best to bring them out when you need them. And there are some greatest hits. I mean, again, I I do like four voices, so I'm not that guy who can do 65 voices. But I've been in the room with you where you're at least back in the day. I'm sure this is going to change a little bit and, and probably rightfully so. But where it was like you would play a woman, you would play a boy, you'd play a man, you'd play what. That's how we were in the room. It was like we would all guards, play whatever there right? was. Yeah, we were always guards. We're, we're, guards. We're, we're guards. We want to be guards. Yeah. <laughs> we would just do that the we're guards. We want to be guards. Um, but it is to see that. So when people are always asking, what, what does it take to be a voiceover actor? I think lots of voices in your head is probably... A good start. Yeah. Or at I least the, at least the ability to, to amass them, to to put your own shelf together, your own EG Daily yes. you know, roster of, of kind of the voices that are in your head. And uh, how tempting is it right when you hear one? Like your ophthalmologist, what to just shoot it right back at them instantly? Like, do you want to yeah, just it. throw it right back? All the time, all the time. Have you ever yeah. done it? Well, yeah. yeah. In anger, in anger and frustration. Well, maybe. no, not like that. I don't know. It, yeah, that happened recently. Um, yeah, I don't know that the, the person didn't catch it. Thank God. <laughs> um, well, I didn't start it. Someone else did. Mm-hmm. And I, I followed suit and I was like, ooh, this is Armageddon. We better <laughs> knock it off. Ooh, this yeah. is starting. Yeah. Oh. I don't think we got caught. Yeah, but there there have been a number of, I think there was a, one time uh, there was a gas leak here. And forgive me, God, but I expected some dude to roll up. And it was this chick. And I, I was like, wow, all right then. Uh, let's do this. And, and she was phenomenal. Turns out she was like a huge star Wars nerd. So I I gave her all kinds of swag and I was like, (laughs) it it was awesome. But you know, her, her voice was pretty, uh, 
and in like a, a, a strong lower register. I was very impressed with her. I, I filed her away. I have yet to utilize. Well, I mean, well, that's you, kind- I'm curious. Yeah. yeah first of all, let's like? let's hear what she sounds like, and then that's a great segue to our next little spot here because we got to talk about something that you do pretty damn well. So, first of all, what did she sound like? Uh, well, your first problem here, uh, you see this sprocket. She's she's. I mean, very much like the uh, paramedic, if you will. Right. But right. I guess it was just you, you know your stock lower register voice, but there was something about her that made me feel really safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about is because when you go through your your resume, it seems kind of like you want strong woman, you get Vanessa Marshall. Oh, I love that. So I'm well. I mean, look at it. You're talking about you know uh, Star Wars characters. You're talking about Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. You played Mm -hmm. you've played Wonder Woman several different times. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, you want strong woman get Vanessa. So is there a re? I mean, do you think there's a reason why that is? Because it can't all just be your register. So there's got to be exuding something that if you want strong woman, yeah, energetically. The wisest thing anyone has ever said to me. When I was locking and popping in Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> you turned your head, well, and you looked at me and you said, you're really just an eight-year-old boy, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, bingo! And that's 100% who I am. It's like that kid. I mean, you're like riddling something. I don't know. Uh, no. Um, I but, love uh, that. Well, my now can I can't unsee that. Vanessa, now I can't unsee that for some reason. Oh, day. she can pop and lock. Oh, Trust God. me. Oh, my God. Totally. Would, like, Ke- and then, Kevin wait, Michael Richardson move. would drop the beat. And then- my signature move. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ooh. Oh, yeah. She's got the eye twitch. You know mine? Yes. Here's mine. With Here's the mine. hand. It has to <laughs> go with mine. the hand. Like, Oh, yeah. 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 It's pretty amazing. That's amazing. Well, so you're an eight-year-old boy. I get it. Okay, I see that. Well, I don't know that that's a source of strength, but that's a source of playfulness and not taking myself too seriously. I think having grown up here in Los Angeles, my mom uh, was and is Joan Van Ark. She was on Dallas as Valine Ewing, and then they did a a spinoff, which was the original show they wanted to sell called Knott's Landing, which always happens. Like, what else you got? And they bought Dallas first, and then that was so successful, they made Knott's Landing. But Suddenly, Valine Ewing and Gary moved to some cul-de-sac. And, you know, for 13 years, she was on television. And yeah. there's so much gold lemay that it's just <laughs> like, like big hair, gold lemay, shoulder pads, like, you know. And I was a swimmer, basketball player, shot putter, wanted to play professional football. My dad had to break it to me that that's highly unlikely. I broke my heart. So I was very much a tomboy. Um, and I love to eat food, which oh, is man. generally, you know, in in the entertainment industry, at least growing up, it, you it, anything over skeletal weight was like appalling, yes. frowned and, upon. Yeah, oh yeah, eating, for eating sure. was frowned upon. Sure. So, yeah. well, a, a, a teacher told my mom uh, she went to Yale Drama School on a full scholarship. Uh, the dance teacher said, "If you lose ten pounds, you could rule the world." So I've watched her pursue that crown. And eat less and less and less. And in the eighties, she was rewarded for that. These days, like, look at Lizzo, please. You must be oh joking. Oh my god! Like, I like don't even Lizzo like so just much. do you live the dream and own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love her so but much. back then, cool I just felt too. sort of like a portly clown, you know. And and I am maintaining a fifty pound weight loss for over twenty years now. And I, I find myself to be a very athletic woman. I'm never going to be some like gamine string bean, but. But I do think that the transformation going from 
valuing, uh, I, I just, I, I got my head straight and started to see my body as, as a machine that I fuel and I love exercising and it just takes the, the melodrama out of food choices and, and whatever else. But I do feel like, um, I, as a martial artist, as a person who studied with this, uh, you know, MMA dude, like I, I can, I can look someone in the head and then kick them Oh in my the god! Face so if cool. I need to, I'm not. Vanessa is that. Wonder Woman, people. No, it's awesome. You don't well, understand. It's I mean, like it's really awesome. I'm just my, protective of my friends. I'm never oh. going to be violent. If you mess with my friends, you, you're going to have a serious brain injury. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yes, no, Vanessa. I mean, can we be friends? Can oh, you come 100%. to Texas? And- <laughs> well, because like I box in my garage with this dude, and I'm like, bah, 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 bah. and the neighbors walk by, and they're like, "Oh, we're scared of you," and I'm like, "I'm here to protect you." Like, yeah. believe me, we got this. Yeah. Like, don't Finesse worry about it. Like, the best. <laughs> my wife has literally said, like, at times where she'll, she's been like, how are your fans at the convention you're at? Whatever. Is there anybody there that's getting too crazy? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I've had my problem with some with some fans. And I'll be like, Even Vanessa's here. She's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so it's Aww. like, <laughs> it's like yeah. she knows, Sue, like, it's fine. <laughs> Sue could probably whoop some butt, too, though. She's pretty Well, that's awesome. the thing. If Sue's there, it's you not. Know? I had one problem with it with at a convention, and Sue was oh. there. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was, we were in Seattle, and, and it, somebody called Sue, and I just heard through the phone, the person who called her, I, I just heard my wife go, I'm on my way, click. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh, God, this is not going to go well. <laughs> it was great. She was there in, like, seconds, yeah. Yeah, no, really. She'd been waiting yeah. for that day. Like Dude, the entire- <laughs> she was, I'm on <laughs> my so way. Much. But she feels that way about it. She's like, Vanessa, all right, we're good. Yeah, you so know, you do, Vanessa, you have yeah. that protective vibe about you. You always have. Well, yeah. and the other thing I want to mention about the whole like food thing, just as a side, and then we uh-huh. should definitely get back to it. But I do think it's interesting. There was a book that my husband and I were reading about um, Hige. You know about this? Hige is like the Norwegian way or Swedish way, something like it's a different way. Ikea. It's like the Ikea way of decorating, but in its in its like steadfast principles and why it works so well in like Finland and Norway and Sweden and like that whole thing. Right. So Hige. Right. And so there's a talks about why Nordic people are naked all the time and why they're so comfortable with their bodies and why they eat the way they do. What is this? It's it's actually a decor book about like about About naked Norwegians. Well, it's (laughs) been brought up. But the cool part about it was that they don't look at themselves in those ways in terms of their body weight. They're looking at how strong their body is. Like you said, your body is a machine and how does it serve you? And therefore your voice is serving you. And with that knowledge and that sort of growing from that insecurity and that, and that, and that anxiety, I'd imagine that you've been able to bring that like source of insecurity into a strength and empowerment. Absolutely. And, and, you know, we're never perfect. It's, it comes and goes and speak for yourself. I've been perfect since birth. Yes. Well, there's that. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, says the anxiety ridden overweight guy. Yes. No, it's it's true. He's not overweight. No, we've been through that. You and I have talked about this, Vanessa, because I I did the same thing. 50 or 60 pounds I've lost, but I knew you 20 years ago and I don't ever remember you 50 pounds heavier. Like, I just don't remember that. 
Do you want photographic evidence? Because I just don't remember you ever being fifty pounds I heavier. I Think I have it here. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you're lying. I just don't. I, no, no. I mean, well, because I was a plus size model. Okay, so now we got it. We got to go back. Let's go back. Okay, a little bit here. Let's first go of back. all, I know, I know your, I knew your mom. I was not a Dallas fan. I was not a Knotts Landing fan. But I'm a Me Mash either. fanatic, I, so I could do your mom's <laughs> lines from the episode of Mash she was in. But we won't even get Aww. into that. But what I want to talk about is so growing up. It, you know, if in Los Angeles with uh, somebody in the industry, uh, did you already know you wanted to do this? Were you pushed into this? Did you have no desire to do this? Where, how did how did you end up acting in the first place? Because you went to Princeton. I mean, you, you could have changed. The, you could have you know been a science. You could have done anything you wanted, but right. you stayed in the entertainment industry. So, what made you decide to do that? Well, I wanted to tell stories. I love storytelling. I think it's healing. I think it's it's sacred. I love the theater. I was going to major in anthropology because I found that there is a theatricality to religious ritual and there's a sacred element to theater itself going all the way back. And I, I wrote a paper on, um, you know, Haitian uh, religious rituals, uh, Vodun rituals and how theatrical they are. And I compared it to some of the uh, Catholic rituals and my point was that I feel that theater is important. I feel that storytelling is important. I feel that we need to come together and heal through storytelling. So do I want to tell the story by literally saying Chekhov's words or Shakespeare's words? I'm happy to tell any story in any capacity. You need me to stage manage. I'm, I worked in production uh, in high school. I was actually Leslie Moonves's assistant. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. really? Come on. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, because at that at that time it was Lorimar Telepictures and Knott's Landing yeah. was part of Lorimar Tele. It was over on the MGM lot and I would uh, take people on golf carts, like the big execs would come and I'd be like, that's where Lerna Moore, or, or Lerna Moore, is that it? Oh, Myrna Loy. Mer- Myrna Loy. Myrna Loy. <laughs> My brain. It's, it's uh, the pandemic thing is real. Um they uh, they had like, like there was a water tank where the water follies happen and this is where Wizard of Oz was filmed and this and that. Um, in, in addition to my executive skills, I was a great tour guide and I loved it. Um, yeah, so and then I wrote plays at Princeton and the whole reason I got into Princeton was from my sculpture. Uh, when I was in high school, I would take trash and turn it into some sort of art and recontextualize it. And that was another story. To be told, yeah, this, that sure. which was discarded is actually beautiful. Check it out, you know, or whatever it was. And there was one thing um, that I did, and I felt like back in high school, I didn't have words to tell stories. I felt like I was better able to to communicate through objects and art. But then Princeton let me in. the The guy who wrote my essay for entrance compared me to Mozart with music with with my sculpture. I mean, I'm so wow. sorry to bum this guy out because I'm not really doing anything with my sculpture, but. Oops. But obviously hey, you could have if you wanted to. I could have. And I feared that someone was going to come up to me at Princeton and be like, excuse me, huge error. Um, if you could just come with me. <laughs> like literally every every year I was like amazed that I, I was still there. Um, but I, I did sculpt a little bit when I was there. And they gave me an award for uh, greatest creative contribution to the school because I was doing things in the theater and I was writing and creative writing, poetry, this and that. And then uh, a friend of mine asked if I wanted to help him audition for NYU Graduate School for Drama. And I said, sure, I'd love to. Um, Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, love that play. And went in and I got in and he didn't. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Out of 2,000 people 
who applied 20 were accepted and I was one of 20. And I also applied to Yale uh, directing school and they told me to go age 20 years. Oh, so okay. That, wow, that's that was nice. a bummer. I know. Yeah, I that's like, nice. Okay, well. I you, still can't. Are you Are you still, please tell me you were still friends with the guy that you helped. Oh, you, yes. You thought Matt, was getting it. Yes, Matt Rausch. Matt Rausch. Uh, he's he's a genius. He's I think he's on Madam Secretary. He was on Banshee, if you okay. watch Banshee at all. He's a genius. Yes, I think. I think we've healed from that time. Were you trying to get in? No, not at all. I, so, I'd rather I mean, die. Did you, Are you kidding me? I mean, that was the thing. Did you ever, ever think to yourself, like, even if I'm not going, like, I don't, why did I, I wasn't even trying to get well, in? Look, I am a very academic person. I do yeah. have books on War of the Roses behind these toys. I really do because it, whatever, it's a long story, but uh, I, I'm I reading about to it right read, now. I love it. Well, I wanted to read everything I could possibly read to be able to tell all the stories I could possibly tell. I wanted to write, produce, direct. I wanted to like get a barn and put on a play, like all of that. Um, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, got into the drama school, got a, a, a master's in acting, which probably- What do you mean for whatever reason? You're the shit. Of course you're going <laughs> to- Well, but it wasn't my intention. I really wanted to go to Yale directing school and I wanted to direct. Interesting. And yeah, but then you would have been stuck in New Haven, Connecticut. And I say that as well, somebody from Connecticut, I'm and from so Milford. is Christy. Yeah, yeah, Mil- Mil- Milford ain't okay. New Haven. Milford ain't New Haven. I know. So, yeah. Well, I know. At, at any rate, I, I, I don't know. It, it ended up that I was, I thought, I told myself, well, you'll be able to better communicate with actors if you get a, a master's in acting, because what, are, you know, actors, who know, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> who and, knows? Uh, you have to learn how to speak to them. Hey, yeah. Softly and don't look them in the eye. Yeah. Exactly. Well, hope that they'll yeah. come. Yeah. I always, I always worked for food. I like it that way. I do but, like food, And then, though. so true. in my last year of drama school, I put on like 40 pounds and all sorts of uh, emotional things were going on. And uh, I really was struggling and I started doing stand-up comedy. Oh, oh that's I can helpful. see that. I can totally see that. <laughs> well, because you know, at the because I did get signed by J. Michael Bloom, and they were like, "Well, oh, you're yeah. the fat, you're the fat, funny friend." And I was like, "All right, watch what? this." And what? So I went. I don't care. Fine. Yes, J. I am. Michael Bloom for all the. Oh my God, do you remember them? Remember? They were one of the bigs. I was with S. C. M. and M. Okay. okay. Well, really? Is that yeah. a peanut M and M or a plain M and M? Is the question. <laughs> I don't remember what they were. S E M and M, and I think they're still around. S E M. They're called or something. I don't, I don't know. I, I all don't those know. old school New York agencies. Yeah. Yay. First of all, imposter syndrome is totally real. But like, I just love Vanessa. You are so cool. I hope my daughters are like you because, I mean. Aww. That's just so cool. I mean, did your mom's career inspire you? Was it kind of hard sometimes to I sort of resented. I resented it because mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, it's strange. I don't have any children, nor do I plan on having any. And Amen. so I, so I now like, thanks mom for taking the time to create me. Um, that was very kind and generous of her. Uh, I think the same you thing. You won't be, I, I'm good. But uh, yeah, I, I think watching her do these 12 hour turnarounds, I resented the way the the industry took her away from me. I felt like yeah, I would never I be as important. Right. Yeah. I uh, and so I was coming at it from this whole shamanistic, anthropological, la la la, mm-hmm. and you to know, make sense it, of it all. Well, it's a business. It's a it's a business. Sure. So yeah. When yeah. I graduated from NYU and I came here, and I was like, I've worked with Liviu Chule, and I've done mask <laughs> work, Commedia, and these women, they were like, "What? You're fat." So wow. we don't care. No, it was brutal. 
And well, it's so, also the industry. You, you study these classical things and it's like, and now I'm auditioning for a Clearasil commercial. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, well, the way it is. Yes, that's one thing they didn't really prepare us for is kind of the, the business of things. And now, now I find it interesting working in advertising. I feel like actors are uniquely qualified to help stimulate the economy because even oh, though interesting. commercials- Hot take, hot take. Well, even though commercials that. are just these 30 second, you know, oh, you're a sellout if you do a commercial. Well, a cartoon is actually a vehicle for commercials. So, and the characters that we're playing are actually soon to be toys. So this is all about stimulating the economy. And you hope, you hope, you, you hope whatever yeah, cartoon you're yes, on is, right? is, is enough to where you're, you got toys from it. You hope. Well, yes. Yeah. Because, and if the toys don't sell, it's like, well, okay, very good. Yeah. Like, remember the show um, we were on Fle- Flex Armstrong or Stretch Armstrong and the Flex Fighters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything's You didn't even get the name right, Will. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, I love I, Stretch Armstrong. I thought he was so awesome. Everybody loves that vintage toy. They talk about it. Yes. He's the best. He's the best. And they rebooted the, the, sh- the show. One. They gave it an yeah. actual, you know, story. The story was great. It was a great animated series. But, you know, some things just don't sell. Thundercats didn't, just didn't sell the Thundercats. toys. Thundercats! I know. I, I love Thundercats. Well, don't I, get me started. Anyway, I'm, I have so much fun working from home. And I'm in my voiceover studio and I'll get a piece of copy and I'll do a little bit of research. I'll see what commercials competing with this because oftentimes they they have to put some sort of spec on there. But if if I can understand what the brand is up against in this very moment, given what's going on politically, what's going on socially, what new technology is coming out, blah blah blah, that there's there's a way to synthesize all that. And maybe this is born out of being an only child and trying to manipulate both parents simultaneously. <laughs> like I know what my mom's gonna say. I know what my dad's gonna say. So I'm gonna shoot down the middle and da 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 da. You know, I I can yeah. put the razzle dazzle, but make sure that my dad knows that I'm still a stable individual or or whatever it is, whatever that people pleasing is or conning my parents. Utilizing that in in advertising to to speak from the heart and and move product and keep our country stable, alive, and vital, etc. I feel pretty lucky to be this sort of jester downstairs in my recording studio putting these little things together that when I send out my audition I'm like that may suck but that's a viable option it may be something that they haven't thought of but you'll respect me because I synthesize those things for you in a way that you didn't know a human could that's cool so uh, this is important because we are now, however, many episodes into our show, seven, sixteen, seventeen, and we're trying to get all the aspects of the voiceover industry. We haven't really know, talked about commercials. Covered. And commercials right? are very yeah. important to talk about. And Vanessa is the perfect person to talk about them. Now, one of the things I'm always amazed about every time you and I speak is you are constantly recording. Constantly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's every cool. day you are auditioning also booking jobs, also doing jobs, also doing jobs in different time zones and in different yes. parts of the world. So you've got to record at <laughs> one o'clock in the morning or whenever the hell you have to record. So right. how is that aspect of the voiceover world different from your standard animation, your standard video game? We've kind of gotten into all that stuff, but you do commercials constantly or are the voice of X, Y, and Z. Well, so what does that take? Well, first of all, it helps if you're single um, <laughs> and you don't have kids. Don't... And, and, and I mean, I, I enjoy being on call. I, I love a crisis. I'm like, what do you need? 
Like, <laughs> I'm going to solve it for you in five minutes. I, you know, that's awesome. I, again, I'm good and at it. And also, whoop some butt if somebody messes with your friends. There you go. I mean, you know, one or the other. But so I, I have radio stations uh, just to water ski over the different things. There's, there's yeah. radio stations all over the world. Um, I'm, I have 12 rock stations in Canada. I love them all. But oh my gosh, there's a huge helicopter flying overhead. Um, when they do, do that, and you, I'm like, ironically, you do the voice of the helicopter, don't you? I do. <laughs> No, I, uh, perfect. perfect. I do what I can. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so the radio stations, they're, they're all over the place. Uh, recently, I booked something, a, a commercial for Dropbox, and the clients are in Australia. So in Australia, uh, if you look on your iPhone and go to the world clock, um, they're already in tomorrow. Yeah, or, or yeah it's like next to, Thursday already. You, you yeah. happen to, I always ask them, like, so how's tomorrow? And it was so cute. <laughs> they call me Nessie. Oh, they do the accent though, don't they? They're like, oh, Nessie, Nessie, could you give us one more? And I'm like, oh my god, you call me Nessie. I'm dropping things. That's right. No, Nessie, can you do Nessie? I just, I love that they're so instantly familiar, and I just. All right, can you do? Can you give us one more, Nessie? Just one more, Nessie. Nessie. Even my best friends don't call me Nessie. I, I wish they would. It's kind of adorable. That's anyway, what we're going to title like this that? one. I would have I would have called you Nessie if I didn't think there was a possibility of a kick to the face. Well, people call me Ness. They call me... Uh, v? Well, Do they be- call you V? They call me V. They call me V-Low. They call me V-Money. But they always call you. Yeah, they do. They call. <laughs> that's that's no. that's the thing. Um, so there's so there's the radio stations where I'm on call. There's there's commercial clients that are all over the place. Right now, I'm doing spots for Lifetime. This is in the world of promos. Yeah, so, which you do a ton of, a ton of. Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm starting scared. to hear her voice and realize how much I've heard her. Oh, on the I'm Lifetime sure that it's like oh, it's everywhere. And wow, it's amazing. I'm a scaredy cat. Uh, so I don't usually audition for the Lifetime type stuff because right now it's like sleeping with a killer. Next Monday on Lifetime, that like, mm, uh, yeah, it's, it's like never wet and dirty. Yeah, and yeah like, exactly. It's never well, two people have the best relationship ever. Yeah, next Thursday, the best lives. Uh, no, they're both happy and well adjusted. Next no, I want to know Vanessa, Nessie. Who is yeah. that voice of that Lifetime announcer? Who is that in Gosh, your life? Please tell me. Well. In oh, there's got to be way, somebody. My dad. My dad uh, was a news reporter at NBC for 20 years. And won Emmys, and he would call my friends and be like, "John Marshall here is Vanessa Marshall there," you know, and my friends would be like, oh, "I don't know, your dad's on the phone, I'm really scared, your dad," you know, like, and you can't put anything over on that guy. He's got the weather report, he's got the traffic report, like, that's so awesome. There's like this, this, he reports just the facts, and with such a almost like David Sobolov, you know how Sobolov is yeah. very, oh yeah, he's got, yeah, he's, he's, he's very great. earnest. And, and very to the point. And very very deep and to the yeah. point. Yes. hundred percent. So yes. I bought a couch. It was this much. It is now yeah, at this angle I, in my apartment. Yeah. If I do um, TV affiliate stations, you know, they, they're always trying to scare you. Like what you need to know. <laughs> is something in your cabinet slowly killing you tonight at seven? Like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, what's in my cabinet? Yeah. So, so. There's the world of promo. Uh, I've done a lot of stuff for CBS. I usually do like Big Brother stuff that's more like coming up next. The most fun I had was on the X Games. Don't know why. 
That's they, the one I wanted to talk to you about because there was one yeah. you were doing while we were doing, it was Guardians or something, but it was like you almost had to do them in real time. You were doing them every day. You were doing them like in well, huge little chunks. could have been either X Games. Yeah, I think it was X Games. Did you do the, like, you did something with the Olympics too, didn't from you? X Games and she was like this like, oh. <laughs> did you seriously make her British? Well, they said they're they're like we want someone like kind of nondescript something maybe maybe like Bjork. I was like, you want Bjork to give you the bottom line? I was like, uh, okay, here comes my swan costume. Look out! Um, no, but so she was like, coming up next on the X Games, the world of snow. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I love her. I and she's love the best. Her. Yeah, so those uh, were fun. And then uh, the Special Olympics when we were in Seattle, uh, I yes. did the Special Olympics. Jo- James Arnold Taylor came into my hotel room and he said, take the couch, turn it upside down, take the comforter, put it on the thing. Da, da, da. And all of a sudden I had this massive vocal booth. Uh, I didn't <laughs> let the housekeeping in because I think they'd probably, you know, lose their <laughs> you're minds. cooking meth Whoa, or something. Oh, that's actually a genius, genius oh, hack yeah. that you just oh, no, gave everybody. Great. You yeah. turn the couch up, you put the comforter over it and maybe a lamp on the other side. You lift up, you get in there, you, soundproof, you're good. That's yeah. genius. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I did all of uh, the special Olympics, like coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> it would be different. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh so so that's that's also I guess in the world of promo. I don't do much in the world of narration. I used to do that. But you do so many pre- that was the thing that always You only have You're- two vocal cords, okay? I know, I know. There's one that. set of vocal cords. <laughs> always recording, always doing this. And all, and still for the record you mentioned it quickly, but still loving food. Going to dinner with you is still an experience oh, yeah. unto itself. I do love to eat. Yes. It's it's amazing. It's amazing to behold. <laughs> if I'm honest, it is. Yeah, I love food, Vanessa. Will you be my friend? Of course. Let's go eat. We should go eat. Let's go get some food. Oh Are we going to be at a Comic Con together anytime soon? Yes, I hope so. Oh, I'm I trying to get so. into New York Comic Con. I want to go. That's a big. Yeah. That's a big show. That's a big. Yeah. Fun show. But why not you? Come on. Well, I think uh, I think they're asking. I was supposed to go in 2020. And then mm-hmm. there was they that it, pandemic right. thing uh, that kind of ruined it. So I don't there, know. Wait, there's a pandemic? I didn't hear about this. Yeah. And a, and a lot of the commercials, um, I did a McDonald's thing recently uh, for spicy chicken, I think, something. Uh, Are you recording every day? Are you recording every single day? Yeah. Uh-huh. Something, whether or not it's, it's auditions. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, do you audition yeah. every day? I do. So Pretty see, much. that's the thing. You're Vanessa Marshall. Again, 11 page 12 page resume and you're still auditioning every single day well, here's folks. the thing though um there might be the, the people who have self-esteem and i'm not saying i don't but i'm saying people who are like i won't read for that you know or whatever like i can't possibly and i'm like i'll do it i it's i'm reading english out loud it is my first language it's also our job i'll read it you we know? don't get we don't get a lot of people in the VO world that are I won't audition for this. You don't are get you a ton. Kidding? Really? Dude. Do you oh, really? Hundred grand. Well. Come on. Grand. Our friends? Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? They're like, absolutely not. Like it's so beneath me. Whatever. I'm like, this is wow. hilarious. Why wouldn't we do this? I mean, look. Okay, graduated Princeton, came out here, two hundred five pounds. <laughs> Uh, I'm a hostess at the newsroom restaurant feeding people, never been happier. 
you know, working catering, uh, people I graduated Princeton from are coming up. I'm serving them hush puppy corn fritters. Like, do you want sauce <laughs> with that? Like, I don't, I don't, I have no shame. Like, I, especially if it's around food, but to be able to, you know, work in a, like, I mean, like we ordered, uh, uh, what did we get from New York? Uh, oh, um, was it the bagels deli. and everything? Yeah, the the, the de- you had all the deli stuff sent. I mean, like to to <clears throat> yeah. be able to cater sessions. You yeah, know? <laughs> I've gone yeah, from working and nice. catering to so I'm I'm really happy go lucky, and I probably do read a lot of things. So some of the um, uh, rates for uh, social media stuff, you get like a hundred bucks now or whatever the whatever the agreed union rate is that people find appalling. I don't mind trying, and I don't book everything I read. I but it's sort of like going to the gym. You can't go once a week and be like, wow, that was true. nice. Like, yeah, I, it's true. I, you got to go once every six months. Everybody knows that. It, exactly. <laughs> yes. At yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So, so I'm usually down there. It's mostly radio stations on a daily basis. Um, but there's, uh, I have a bunch of video games that have been lovely sort of ongoing things. They, they have not come out yet. I'm excited for those, you know what I really want to do, and I don't know if you guys are in video games. This is this is my new thing. I've decided in the pandemic, all I want is fun. Okay. I want to have fun. If it's not fun, forget it. Now I, love I know that. life. Look, life is full of anguish and this and that, and sometimes you can't get enough. Just stops. watch a Lifetime movie for real. But um, these e-sporting events, right? I know we all go to conventions, but I'm trying to carve out a way for us to go to e-sporting events, like. Go there for the weekend and play the games as our characters. Like, for example, oh, in, that's wow. genius! In, uh, that's in, genius. In Injustice, I play Black Canary, right? Yeah. And so let's just say you're in the game too. You're all, we're all in this game, right? So we create a poster for the event. We go down there. We sign the poster. It's a limited edition, and I probably need to get a Twitch channel and all this jazz. But I'm thinking, like, how cool is that? Because I'm I'm in that's something brilliant. that's going to be coming out soon, and I've Smart. told the game makers, I'm like, look, dude, I want to go, I want to go to you know Alabama, well, uh, you know where, like, let's wherever let's, it let's, is, wherever it is, I don't yeah, know, yeah. you know, wherever the esporting events happen, and and uh, this particular character is sort of pivotal in the game and gives you your orders and this and that. I'm like, how hilarious would that be if I'm and I'm a stand up comic, I'm a host, whatever, like. Let me let me host the event. Like I'll lather up the situation, you know, get people that all excited. How lucky would those people be? People don't even well, understand. They can't even comprehend yeah. it. I'm working on it. There's something cool about that too. There's something cool about that. I, I don't do many video games, but one of the games I did, I was a huge Tony Hawk fan. Oh. And so I did Tony Wait Hawk American. Did you skateboard? Did you? Did actually no? Oh, no okay, of course okay. not. A Tony Hawk you. video game fan. Okay, oh yeah, my nice. god! I it took me three tries to get into this chair. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, so no, I I was the 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 U character, the Y-O-U character that you create for Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, and then wow. you go into the the first you know uh, part of the game, you get to put the look on the character that you wanted to do, and right. so I made it look like myself, and I realized I was the only person in the world that could play it that way because I was it looked like me, and it was my voice, and I'm like. I have an entire video game myself. Like they literally made this just for me now. Mind so blown. the idea of being able to go to one of these e contests that you're talking about and have right. play against the people that are actually the characters is a freaking great that's idea. Genius. That's what I'm saying. And I'm thinking that's, like uh, there's going to be E3 next year. And what I'm what I want to do is organize a big party with voice actors 
and the gamers and the gaming companies and like spitball this and trying to get everyone linked up so that we can just like have party after party after party. That sounds and great. And fun. you know what we'll do? We'll do we'll do live I hear voices uh episodes while we're there. Yes! Which are, which I guess I guess we should announce since everybody is now listening and this is a perfect segue. Uh we are doing our first live show this weekend at Fan Expo Denver. What? Uh, which will then be followed the following weekend by a live show at Fan Expo Chicago. So what? if you have ever wanted to be a voiceover actor, if that is your dream, then come out and prove it. So you're going to come to the show. We're going to start by interviewing a guest, much like we have the, the lovely Vanessa Marshall here. We will have a guest from the show sitting on stage with us. We are then going to show a giant screen behind us where uh, all or a lot of the artists from Artist Alley will be submitting their own artwork as well as artwork from around the country from all different ages. And our voice over actor is going to put voices to the original artwork. If that is not cool enough, we are then going to have more pieces of art and we are going to bring microphones into the audience and <gasps> you are going to get a shot to do your own voices and the winner of the contest of who does the best voice in the audience will be brought up on stage to read a scene with us uh, and do your first official voiceover session for a game we play called Across the Garden, which of course we will be playing today with Vanessa Marshall, but we're going to be doing it live we're doing it next week in uh in denver the following week in chicago then we're in boston and san francisco so check out the fan expo sites to come to i hear voices live i promise you it will be a ton of fun you always sit at home and say you know what you guys do i could totally do that really well come and prove it so come out here and try your hand at being the next big voiceover actor so there you go there's our pitch now vanessa we've gotten into a bunch of stuff we've thankfully gotten into a bit of the promo world which i really wanted to do the promo and and commercial world but we just mentioned across the garden and we have a fan waiting to come and meet you and to to show us uh his incredible uh voiceover talent we will see we're giving him the shot which is all we can do so we're Uh, gonna welcome thomas estrada in thank you christy bring him in (laughs) he's from san diego california are you there thomas I am. Hey. <gasps> Hello. Hi. Can you say, oh, you look great. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> What's in the background? Oh, I have my little booth buddies, um, my little Totoro right here, and my, oh my, gosh. my oh keyboard. My gosh. <laughs> Wait, did D. Bradley Baker make your studio? Oh, no. Oh. I, I built this myself. <laughs> nice. D. Bradley Baker, of course, teaching everyone how to how to. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, D's website. It it looks like exactly what D uses. That's brilliant. Well yeah, done. I, yeah, I, I looked it up online. Uh, I know it wasn't D. Bradley Baker's uh, website, but you know it, okay. it, it works. Hey, it works. As long as it works, that's all you need. We were just talking about Vanessa. Uh, and uh, in a hotel room recording stuff with flipping the couch up on the side and throwing a blanket over her head, essentially, which hey. works great for voiceover and very bad if the maid service walks in. Um, but either you way... You have to explain it. <laughs> I always say, my best friend Jason Marsden books Spirited Away from a Closet, so you never, ever you never know, know what's going to happen. So, so Thomas... Thomas da- yeah, go ahead. Tell us a little <laughs> about yourself. Where are you from? Since you're into Robin Williams... Oh, and um, Jim Cummings. I am. Uh, uh, they they are they are great inspirations to me. Um, I just I have a bunch of voices in my head. So being on I hear voices is amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, as far as myself, uh, my name is to- uh, Tomas, uh, but I've been getting called uh, Tommy a lot lately. Uh, I, it's something I grew up with, my family, my friends, and 
now on TikTok, uh, everybody calls me Tommy. So, do you prefer Tomas though? I you got to brand yourself, my friend. I say I I I always tell everybody I prefer Tomas, Tom, Tommy, T, or just. Whatever I like you, that. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, we're being asked, Tommy, if it's possible, Tomas, if it's possible, could you turn your gain up just a little bit? Of course. How's, Ooh, how's that? Ooh, he's professional, oh, man. people. That is good. Yes. I didn't even know what my stuff. gain was. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea for like two episodes. I had no idea. Good not, job, Tommy. Not bad for starting about a year ago. <laughs> That's oh my God. amazing. Hey. So uh, you've been doing uh, your, your kind of uh, showing your voices off on TikTok. Is that your, your major platform? I am. Yes. Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, they, they have a lot of voice acting challenges on TikTok. Uh, we have auditions uh, for uh, companies like uh, Saturday Morning TV with Brittany Taylor. Um, and uh, I do a bunch of collabs. I, I pull scenes and I put my voice along with other up and coming voice actors and we just have fun. That's that great. sounds like a blast. It's so nice that people are getting the opportunity to actually join what was at one time a very, very insular side of the industry. Oh, yes. um, so more people are getting the opportunity. Did you did you get your script? I did. All right. And Vanessa, you got yours, by the way. Yes. Tomas, Vanessa Marshall, Vanessa Marshall, Tomas. Hi, Vanessa. Hello. Uh, <laughs> you might know Vanessa from everything. Everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we are now going to play. So for everybody out there wondering what this is, if you're just tuning in for your first time, we play a game every week called Across the Garden, where Christy and I, as two little mice, uh, Ricky and Mocha, mice that we named very quickly and probably would change if we had the opportunity to take it back, but we don't because we're now like 14 episodes in, are trying to get across the garden so that Mocha can see her boyfriend at the mall. Uh, every week we are running into new fun furry friends and uh, hopefully our goal, and we wanted to uh, talk about this with everybody out there as well, our goal is we are going to get all of these little segments animated so everybody gets to be in their own little cartoon. One of the things we'd like to do, and we will talk about this more on our next episode and more in our live episodes, but we, if you are an animator, up and coming or professional, and you would like a shot at animating one of our Across the Garden segments, hit us up on our socials, which are the uh, I Hear Voices. What are the I Hear Voices? What is it, Christy? It's I Hear Voices something on Instagram. And uh, you know me, I don't do oh, any I'll social media. It it's I'll look it up it's right joyful now. that I have no social media presence. I take um, the hit for him, okay, people? She does, thank God. I, She's I, my Vanessa Marshall. She's. She, she, <laughs> She, she takes the hit for me and protects me, which is so beautiful. But yeah, you can hit us up on our socials, which we will also throw up, but they are... I Hear Voices Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. That is wonderful. So hit us up, and uh, if you want to uh, submit some of your animation, we will send you one of the scripts. They are not very long, so it's not like it's going to take forever. And you can be one of the people that animates our segment, which will then go up on our wonderful uh, platforms, and then you will be in your own cartoon. So today, with Tomas... Yay! Tomas, you sent us in a really great character, which I then incorporated into the script, and then switched around a little bit. So I hope you don't mind... I do not mind. And the also... change... I kind of came prepared. Oh, <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. I am loving this. He is wearing this. sunglasses and, and he they looks fab. Are very, yes. very cool. So, uh, here we are back in the garden. If we remember last time, we uh, the lovely Troy Baker was with us and uh, 
Troy was a troll who uh, Mocha kind of fell a little bit head over feet for. Oh, man, he was great. (laughs) We met him and our special guest wanted to be a forgotten lost tennis ball that we come Mm -hmm. across in the uh, forest. And uh, we were told last that uh, the way to get to the mall, you had to go, I think it was a left and then a right and then past the dead body and past the oak tree. Uh, So we are now picking it up from there. Mocha and Ricky come around the corner. Mocha's counting some money. I can't believe you actually looted the body. What? He didn't need the cash anymore. And Sephora's having a sale. Wait, were we supposed to take a left or a right? That's the question, isn't it? Punk. Ricky and Mocha turn to see a badger with Clint Eastwood sunglasses leaning against a log. (laughs) Left or right? Good or evil? So many paths to walk in life. You gotta stop and ask yourself, which one you gonna take? Well, if we knew, we would be on it. Like, would we? (laughs) Yeah, and who are you calling a punk? Butch shoots Ricky a stern look. Sorry. Name's Butch. Been a lot going on in the garden lately. Not all of it good. That's why I'm here. You know those things that go, uh, bump in the night? <laughs> well, I'm the guy that. Who? <sighs> Line. I'm the guy that bumps back. Come on, dingus, we're losing the light. They all turn to find a small lizard wearing a director's beret, sitting in a director's chair and holding a bullhorn. She's surrounded by a crew of lizards shooting the film. Imagine a tiny little movie set. Butch's <laughs> accent suddenly changes to proper English. Laura, darling, I'm having trouble with my motivation in the scene. Cut. What's the problem now, Charles? Come on, Chuckles, what is it? It just seems so contrived. I happen to be standing here as they walk out at the exact right time. Ugh, I abhor the cliché. No, Charles, it's perfect. It lends itself wonderfully to your character. Always in the right place, at the right time. Always ready to step in and take danger head on. Oh! Uh, these aren't your co-stars. Those are! Laura points to two other mice that look exactly like Ricky and Mocha. Um, in all fairness, I can see why you made that mistake. Y- yeah, I could see that. Yeah, we're fighting the light here. Can uh, we help you with something? Oh, for the love of... It's just trying to get to the mall. And if I'm honest, it's becoming a bit of a nightmare. Right. Straight ahead on this path until the fork and then a left. Then just follow the grass line. Got it? Great. Okay, people, back to one. Uh, I still don't get my motivation. If you don't do it, I'll fire you and get another badger. Oh, got it. (laughs) Let's do this thing. Oh, I'm starting to really hate this garden. I hate everything. It just, it just makes it easier. And scene. Yes. Oh, another (laughs) wonderful across. Tomas, you nailed it, my friend. Nailed it. Unbelievable. Yo, I got to say, that was, I was very impressive. Very impressive. I also have to say, I think uh, as, as the show is progressing, um, I believe you are the first guest we have had who has done multiple voices. That was cool. So, Tomas. I am honored. Very impressive. Thank you so much. Where can everybody uh, hit you up on socials if they want to follow you, which they should? 
On TikTok and Twitter, I am at TommyTomTom85. On Instagram, I am Mr. Tommy Tom Tom 85. Got to get oh, fancy. Oh, that's Mr. Ooh. to you. Fancy <laughs> dancy. Thank you so much. And again, if you are an animator, reach out and uh, you'll be able to animate that scene and we can uh, make Thomas the proper English badger that he was always meant to be. I'm seeing a handlebar mustache. I, mean, <laughs> I love it. Well, we're going to have to leave that up to our artists. That's the joy of the freedom <laughs> we bring here at IHV. You get to come and play however you want. So, Tomas, thank you so much for helping us out. Thank you so and, much for uh, having me. Come and uh, come hit us up at a con. You're you're there in San Diego. I will be uh, working San Diego Comic Con, actually. You will. Oh, well, we'll see you there then. Yes. Thank you so much for coming out, Tomas. Thank you. And uh, we will see you again in the future. All righty. Bye, everyone. Bye, break a leg. Yay! <laughs> nice to meet you. Man, he was incredible. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. That oh, was no. totally cool. Vanessa. Yes, sir. I don't, even, I don't even know what to say. I feel like I haven't been able to hug you in years at this point. I know. Well, I think we should all go out to eat is what I think. I, oh, I, I love suppose, food. Yeah. I'm thinking an outdoor something or other. I know oh, you yeah. guys are, are out and away and busy, it sounds like, but I still think point, we do it. When you return and you're here for a weekend, I think that might have to happen. I well, I think I'm that. Superman for like another two months because I just got over COVID. Oh. So I think I, I was can like, you got of... cast as Superman. <laughs> Wouldn't I know. That be great? No, I uh, I can still I can lick whoever I want. I think for like another two months and just yeah. meet strangers and have people sneeze in my face and I'm immune. Uh, I think my kids Let's do, do that and they never get sick for some reason. I don't know. What Not what as you way. say that. I just um, did. Yeah, there you go. My kids don't get <laughs> sick either because I was smart enough not to not have to any. have any. Uh huh. Exactly. We talk mm-hmm. about that all the time. Mm-hmm. High five on that, Vanessa. High five. <laughs> oh boy. Thank you for joining us. Where can people hit you up on socials? Well, let's see. On the Instagram, you can do your Vanessa Marshall eleven thirty eight, and on Twitter at Van Marshall, and then there's a fan page on Facebook as well, and uh, you can. Uh, subscribe if you will and follow and they'll hear about the video games i was talking about earlier you can uh currently watch young justice on hbo max uh playing black canary on that and uh on harley quinn and playing wonder woman that's sort of ongoing but uh yeah otherwise uh there there'll be all sorts of news flashes coming up so so stay tuned well, there's news flashes all the time with you because once again, you're in everything all the time. I support oh it. You deserve it. And you belong oh, everywhere. And I love you, bless. Vanessa. I agree. Thanks. And for We're the record, now. as we were doing this podcast, she booked three new things and auditioned yep. for nine new things. <laughs> the hardest working person in show business, Vanessa Marshall. Oh, Thank you so gosh. much for joining us. We've been wanting to have you on forever and I know your schedule yeah. is crazy. So I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Thanks for being flexible. And, and uh, I'm so grateful that we finally made this work. Yeah, so are we. Thank you. You're the best. I miss you. I can't wait to see you soon. Likewise. Lots of love. You too. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Bye, Vanessa. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham and executive produced by Brendan Rooney and Will Friedle. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham and our video editor is Eduardo Gamba. And that was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. To see the video stream, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AAM, and Napster. Okay, Will, let's teach you about the internet. The what? (laughs) 